0: Hey, listeners, it's Jane, your host. And I wanted to just say hello and remind you if you ever have any ideas of someone you'd like me to talk about or talk, not talk about, talk to on the show, please send them in jane at glisteningparticles.com or you can always go out to any of the social media sites and message me there. But hey, I have so many new and different people that I'm bringing on the show lately, kind of things I'm curious about. And I would love to bring on people. That you're interested in. So if you have ideas, please give me a shout. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. And now we'll get started. This is Glistening Particles, and I'm Jane, your host. I like to hear inspiring stories for people that I barely know and share them with you, and that's what we do here. I never know how it's going to go. I never know what they're going to say, but it's always a good story. Before we get started, are you thinking about joining the ranks of podcasters? If so, let me give a shout out to Blueberry, who is part of how this show is here today. They make it so easy with their PowerPress plugin. Each show is effortlessly linked to iTunes, Google, Stitcher, and more. Even better, they have five-star support with Mike to get everything humming along. Go to Blueberry.com, that's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y, and use promo code GLISTEN to get your free month trial. Hey everyone, in this episode we have Tina, the Soul Connector, back with us from episode 45, and Tina brings along with her Billy, her partner, and they are doing some pretty cool things in the world, healing as a team, teaching workshops, and all these different things that they will tell you about, but what you will find, especially endearing about them, is they are kind of a star-crossed, soulmate, universe-united, what are some other words, (laughs) beautiful, beautiful couple. With that, here they are. Hi, Billy and Tina. Welcome to Glistening Particles.
1: Hi there. Hello.
0: All right. So today we're doing one of the exciting moments uh, for Glistening Particles where we have two people on the call at the same time. It's always a test of my skills for sure. (laughs) So (laughs) hopefully I'll pass this. Um, uh, For everybody, we have Tina and Billy who are, well, actually, I'm going to let you guys describe what you do. And Tina was on the show earlier We have an episode with her back in the 30s. I'll be sure to tag in the notes. But um, why don't you guys talk a little bit about what you do, and then we'll dive in from there.
2: Okay. Well, I hear my cat in the background. Awesome. (laughs)
0: They like to participate, too. That may come
2: up on the recording. He's screaming from the upstairs. His name is Raphael. (laughs) (laughs) I guess he's trying to say hello as well.
0: Awesome. He,
3: He wants to be involved.
0: We're okay with that. We take, you know, we're pretty open here at Glistening Particles. So animals, people, whatever.
2: But uh, yeah, I mean, I I'll just go in and then I'll, I'll let Billy kind of yeah, chime
0: in. Um, sure. I
2: love that in the the episode that you and I did, Jane. You called me a soul connector, and I I've kind of used that now in that as much as I do channel the angelic and star realms of of guides and star beings and, and healing and and energy. I feel like even from our conversations, so much of my work is just helping people connect with that inner spirit to connect with their souls, which really is saying the same thing if Mm you really down. And so, so much is just opening and expanding even now in the work that I do. And then even more important in the work that Billy and I are doing together to balance the masculine and feminine energies Mm -hmm. and to really help people connect with their hearts whether that's connecting with their angels or just connecting to that deep spirit within them. And so we um, have been traveling and teaching and writing and creating and it's really starting to, we're starting to really feel the magic. So Mm, I love that.
3: Yeah. Tina, Mm. Tina explained everything very well.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Good answer. (laughs) But anyway,
3: since you guys don't know me, I'm Billy and like, um, you know, I'm, I'm a healer. And, um, you know, we, Tina and I work really well together because, uh, you know, as she said, uh, the feminine, the masculine put together and when we do actually do healings together of, um, you know, she'll do some channeling and I'll do the healing through dimensional work, but we used like the angels and the star beings, as she had said, but the, the main focus that we, we always try to teach people is to awaken their God spark. Hmm. A God spark that's in all inside of us all. And a lot of times we're not awake and that God spark is very dull. Mm. And we're just, um, we're just trying, you know, when Tina and I work together, we just try to take a little stardust, you know, mm. that little speck of stardust and throw that into that person to revitalize them and awaken them to their, to their sole purpose
2: yeah because you know it's so interesting, even though you hear it so much on the spiritual path that it, everything is on the inside. what you're searching for is on mm-hmm. the inside. You know, now more than ever, in you know this new energy that we're in, it's really about trusting your inner spirit, trusting your inner guidance system. Uh, that's where uh, that's where all the power and beauty is.
0: How did you guys find that within yourselves? What led you to that?
3: Uh, for me, what led to me, with me is uh, I had felt very lost, and I had gotten divorced, and uh, I was I was feeling lost and lost and lost. And I started to do yoga, and it started opening me up, started awaking, started to awaken that inner spark that I had. Mm. But once I left, that's when everything really started to shift. Whereas. Even though I, I left everything, when I left everything, that's when my soul started to awaken, that spark.
0: What of, do you mean, uh, left everything? Tell me more about that.
3: Uh, I had, um, when I had left my ex, I'm sorry, when I had left my ex-wife, okay. I, my house, um, uh, basically when I say left everything. So basically
0: um, starting over, essentially.
3: Like, I started over. I walked yeah. out, basically. Okay needed to because of the situation that I was in. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when you really see yourself, whether you think it's good or bad. Uh, that's when the true healing starts to begin.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And um, I, I really, it really took me to a place of awakening in spiritually for myself. A lot of times when we go through something of a tragedy, mm-hmm. it uh, we can there's a choice to be made and the choice is, do you want to live or mm-hmm. do you want to stay in that tragedy? That's so true. You know, so I, I wanted to live even it, and it was very, very difficult. And right. that's, that's why I talk about that stardust of like just one little speck of stardust. Cause we're made of stars, right? Mm-hmm. If I could put that into myself, then I want to help others to, to show them that you can, you, you can be alive mm-hmm. and alive. Yeah, you and can, you, can, you can, get can live through, again. you can't, you can live again. Exactly. That's perfect. I would say.
0: Yeah. That's- and it's, it's, it can be even better. It can be yeah. even more like a, a bigger life or a greater impact or a bigger, bigger purpose that you just can't see when you're where you were.
2: Well, it takes a tremendous amount of strength, a tremendous amount of, I truly believe, self love and self acceptance. And to just know that it is not a linear path in mm-hmm. any way or form. I mean, I've had a lot of darkness and depression in my life. And now in retrospect, it's easy to see like I would choose it again because I now experience so much more joy and love. And when I go back to those dark places, because they do come, mm-hmm. uh, I find I'm not in them as longer. Mm hmm. Because rather than try to distract or run from it or create a whole story about it, I just, I, I lean into it. And I think that, you know, we all have a very unique path, obviously, but I, I love that Billy said that it, it comes down to a choice mm-hmm. yeah. and that choice could be moment to moment or day by day, That's Perfect. but, uh, you know, and I love that even you bring up like that stardust or that spark and you know, just allowing it to, to, to guide you. And, you know, it's, it's the whole duality thing, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, of everything we experience, we're going and we're growing through. And yes, there's a lot of pain and there's a lot of struggle, but when we can accept that Mm -hmm. part of our journey, we don't have to like it. Hey, I don't like it any more than anybody else. (laughs) But again, by just loving it or being willing to look at it from a different perspective, can make all the difference
0: in the the steps that follow after that. Does that make sense? Well, totally. And I think it expands your your soul or your heart or whatever you want to refer to it as. Like I was just listening to a a Tim Ferriss interview the other day, and he was talking about going to a ten day uh, silent retreat, and how it, it. You have to listen to it. It's on Rituals uh, podcast. You'd have to listen to it to get all of it and really understand it. But basically it was the first time he slowed down enough to really have to face the things that were going on deep within him because you couldn't write or read. It was basically all you could do was meditate and be in nature. That was it. There was no distractions. And I am like the classic of like, how many things can I load on my plate so that I don't have to actually go and face that thing that's waiting for me to like quiet a little bit. And that's what I'm trying to do since the beginning of the year is Being so much more purposeful about my time and getting putting space in my calendar, you know, leaving space to just be, and it's hard to do because it's hard work, and it's so easy to go. You know, I could probably like go change, learn how to change the oil on my car or something (laughs) like that. But no, deal with the thing. So I love that you said that. Um, Do you find that that's something you run into a lot at your workshops? People are doing things that need to they need to learn to do that.
2: Oh, yeah. And it's so funny even to hear you say to do that because, right. you know, so much of even just the end of last year, beginning of this year, um, we got sick literally for like yeah. four weeks. Wow. And, um, yeah. It was like, oh, my God, this is lingering. And I, probably the two-week mark, it took me to really surrender and just embrace it.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: that slowing down and mm-hmm. just being, especially when it's forced. Mm-hmm you know i said i'm going to keep this and i'm going to have to keep remembering um into this new year to slow down and just be because just that being still that's where everything's created and mm. so now i'm noticing as i've slowed down and you know billy too everybody around us when they're all frantic um it's so fascinating to to watch that
3: yeah mm-hmm. and for me to add on to that is like look we live in a society where we're meant to just keep on going mm mm-hmm. can't really be because we, you keep on going and you num- yeah. you're really numbing out yeah. and but what happens when you just be? If you slow down or if you get sick or if you slow down, what happens? That's where the magic happens it's so true. because that's where everything can blossom.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: If you don't slow down, how can you see the perfection that we all are We all have we all we're all this magical being. Mm-hmm. And ha- you know how do you make it happen? Well, you make it happen by first
2: by
1: just, allowing, <laughs> just that,
3: right. by accepting, and yeah. being. Hey, I need to sit still, or I, I need to just. Can I find myself? And the only way we can find ourselves is being in stillness.
0: Yeah. Do you ever it's, stop and just say like the phrase "I am" and really look into what you are? I think that's something we should teach kids when they're really young. You know, yeah. know who you are. Know I am. You know, I am Jane. I am this. I am that. I am whatever it is that I believe at that point in time, are my my gifts, and really delve into that. Do you guys do that as part of your practice of really understanding who you are and what you're doing?
3: I I do it in my meditation every morning, mm. and the I am will be something different. Uh, sometimes it's an I am strong, and I keep saying that over again. It's so mm-hmm. simple, but it's so powerful because you you know I say I am I am a magical being, or I am a you know I am. I am a, a child of God. I, I just go, keep going. I am, I am, I am. And I, and I do that all the time and I make it different for myself. Mm-hmm. Like you said, I wish, I just wish that we could teach our children the, I am, as you said, because that that's perfect because yeah. what's hap- no Nobody really knows who they are, you know?
0: Right. And I think we were taught really young not to brag. You know, it was, yeah. if we said, I, I am, a good dancer, or whatever it was, it was like, well, don't brag now, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. And we were taught not to do that, but we really should embrace those things that we are, because absolutely. if you look back, like everything that you're doing, that we're, when we find our true self, and tell me if you if you see this in your own practice, when we find our true self, it's probably the things we w- we would have said, "I am" when we were five. Mm, yeah,
3: absolutely.
0: Because we knew then, you know.
3: That's
2: mm-hmm. right. You know, it's so interesting because some I, I teach kundalini yoga and uh, sometimes I'll do an I am meditation and there's a beautiful mantra of, you know, people chanting and then I'll have everybody chant. And even just yesterday when I was teaching, I said, do you remember when somebody used to say, what do you want to be when you grow up? Mm-hmm. Do you remember mm-hmm. how you answered? And I, cause I had them trying to just capture that because that was a magical time um, for many of us, even if, you know, we've had you know, abusive backgrounds or whatever, there's still moments of that magic where there was that
1: and mm-hmm.
2: in innocence and purity. And it's, it's, that's magic right there to recall that, to embrace that little girl, little boy within and, and and reconnect.
0: Absolutely. And it's something that sticks with us.
2: Yes.
3: And I love what Tina was saying. And I think what we all forget as, as we get older is, that inner child is still inside of you Mm. you Mm -hmm. but a lot of us shut it off yeah and that's really where the spark is you know that's That's that spark that we talk about and you have to open that can up again as we say you have to open that up you have to grow that inner child again because that's where the magic is and the magic is always there it's just we're the ones who shut the magic off
2: i was just going to bring up the play part because that's what Mm. the inner child you know most of the time wants to do and yet we've got that, you know, role of being responsible or practical. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we can still have that, but, you know, open the door a little to reframing our work as play or finding something exciting. And again, you know, even before the call, when we were all talking, it's that word choice, it all comes back mm-hmm. and down to what, what do you choose?
0: So that's, that's absolutely true. And I, I think I, Like you guys probably have to do that every day. I do that every day, every hour, every minute. Like, do I want to, even with the things to numb out, I mean, I'm doing a lot more practice now on keeping my phone away from my body. (laughs) Like you can can stay in the other room for a while. I'm going to go be doing this thing. I'm going to go, you know, read for a while and not listen to any beeps and I'm going to go, uh, and it's a choice and it takes a lot of restraint. You know, it's actually, it's addictive for sure. So actually I wanted to doubt, uh, talk a little bit about your workshops and the things that you do in there. Tell me what, what those are like. And I'd love to hear if you can share any experiences your attendees have had that have been life changing.
2: Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, I know you're
0: like, okay, which 7,500 should we talk about here? I know I'll give you a minute. <laughs> all
1: right.
2: Well, you know, um, from just even going back to when we met, um, what's interesting is Billy has always had a very strong connection, connection with Jesus, but not Jesus in a religious form in more of like a master healer and presence.
1: Mm -hmm. And
2: I have that experience too, but I also have a lot of experience with Mary Magdalene and she's always been, um, just this goddess energy that's, that's guided me. And so when we met and got together, it was just this like, Like like bringing both of those energies Mm. together to help people kind of see where they're at and help um, balance the energies within themselves, whatever that means.
3: Mm. You know, like like to just go backwards a little bit here. Like uh, when I first met Tina,
2: Mm
3: -hmm. I didn't even speak to her. (laughs) (laughs) I remember walking in, I remember walking in and uh, I saw her and I think I said hello. Uh
0: huh.
3: And then I couldn't, re- she was trying to talk to me and I couldn't really say anything. <laughs> and funny. I just, I he just I, looked I, at me and then I, just, <laughs> then I just sat down and, uh, I said, I'm, and I'm going, Billy, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> All right. And, um, so then I left, I said, well, let me talk to her because the, the workshop was over. Mm-hmm. Still couldn't do it, wow. but I was going to see her the following day. So then, uh, Tina is as, as She is. <laughs> The next day she starts to talk to me and cause I was a, you know, I teach yoga also. Uh huh. So what do you do? What kind of yoga you do? She goes, I always remember it. It's like, so it's like locked in my head because if she, I could, was just like, I couldn't talk because <laughs> when I, when I saw her, I was like, ah, oh, I just want, you know, I want to be with, you know, I, I would like to be with her or, you uh-huh. know, know or better, whatever you want to call it. But you know, the moment I saw her, I just, I just i i saw something so special.
0: So, are yeah. you saying this was love at first sight?
3: Yes, <laughs> yes,
1: that's it. Love at first sight.
0: <laughs> well, she is stunningly beautiful, so I totally get that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, thank you for putting those words in my mouth. Perfect. Uh,
0: (laughs) but is it like was it more than that because I mean you there's there are many many beautiful women walking this earth was it um was it that you saw like a future or saw like something bigger was it that
3: uh I did actually um I I I don't want to think I don't want everybody to think that I stalked Tina because I didn't (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: there's nothing wrong with stalking oh wait wait there is sorry that's right
3: (laughs) before i met me tina you know you know um, i was a heal i am a healer Uh and i never did anything in connection with what she was doing at that time was a lot of the angel work Mm -hmm. so i said well let me take this class and that was the class that i was talking about it was like a friday saturday and a sunday Mm -hmm. but i saw a picture of her and i always remember this too i had told at the time, because I was, you know, I was divorced, and I had to had to live with my parents. Actually, mm-hmm. that happens. It happens. Yes, it, it does happen. And I remember telling, I'm going to get personal now. Before I'm going to go backwards a little bit.
0: Okay, we do that here, so it's totally I, cool.
3: I told my <laughs> mother and father before I even had met Tina that I want to find someone to love like you guys love each other because they solely do love. They have this. But they have this bond that's, that's like, you know, as I always call it, like a half of a star and a half of a star, Mm. this female and male energy that gets put together. And that's how I always saw that. And I told him, I want to meet someone like you guys have. And then I had saw Tina's, you know, was doing this workshop and I actually saw a picture of her and I told my mother, I said, this is is her star. Now, I had never talked to Tina at all, and it winds up it, that's you know I knew it, it, it was there was something there I knew it.
0: You and knew it.
3: You I knew did. It. I just knew it.
0: And you did know, you know it too, Tina? Right away?
2: You know what I I, I did, but uh, circumstances as they were, <laughs> I kept trying to push it away. Uh-huh. It, was, it was a feeling like I'd never had. But then that practical part of me was, well, he's in New York and I'm in L.A. I'm not going back to New York. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, but then, you know, you you say all these things, but then it was like there I was calling and texting and figuring out when we could see each other, Uh you know, but then putting up the wall. So it was but that didn't last very long uh, because of just, you know, that knowing also. And then when we did get and, and you know what there was, too, is. You know, I believe in past lives. I do a lot of past life work and we've, you know, we've been together before. And so when we started really getting into conversation and talking all night, it was like we had found each other, Mm. you know, that's what it really came down to. And I talked about my, you know, our trip to Egypt on our our last, um, time, but we recalled a lot of those past lives when we were in Egypt and that's where a lot came together of. Just downloads and healing and information that led to our classes, which I know was your original question.
0: <laughs> no, this is totally fine. I love this kind of stuff.
2: <laughs> and then I try to bring us back. Um, but you know, it really has been such our story of meeting mm-hmm. and how our you know it hasn't. We, we've been had a lot of hardship um, and, and struggle, and yet, yes. even prior to our call today, we had this real deep conversation where it's like you know, wow, this is what it's all about. Relationships. Um, it's how we've developed this thing called the love code and, um, and then our other healing methods of just helping people first with that relationship with themselves, Mm. but then also zoom out and see how everyone in your life is playing a role to help you. It's in a, it's an assignment in, in, in however way you want to look at it. And it's, it's seeing that all of it is helping you to grow Mm -hmm. is helping you to open up and move forward and then you get to choose who you want to be long term and who you're ready to let go and then really doing the internal work to to love and accept yourself
3: Mm -hmm. and just so so you know uh because tina is the other half of my star (laughs) That's what I was getting to. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. long-winded,
0: so yeah, I was I am.
3: trying to bring it I'll just <laughs> I'll just keep on going about the love story, you know? But is it
0: – okay, so so this is my question then. So you knew for sure, and Tina, you eventually knew. But was it – is it still – is it easy? Is it like are there times where even as in love and star, star halves as you are that you have to figure out how to love or how to be in a relationship or how to be a better partner or things like that? Like, is that what love code is about?
3: Yeah. You know what it's about? It's, it's, I think like for Tina and I, we, we love each other so much, but still life is life. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: You know, we go, you know, everybody goes through some kind of a struggle, but if you really have that love code or that love connection, Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's about not taking things for granted. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, don't take anything for granted. Like, you know, this beautiful being is next to me who mm-hmm. I love tremendously. And sometimes we just take, because the hustle and bustle of life, you've, you've you, you intervenes, it, gets it intervenes in the way. and it actually gets in the way, you know?
2: But yeah, I mean, Jane, it, relationships are work, mm-hmm. um, obviously, and you know i think that that is as magical as it is with him and i i guess at the core the one thing i haven't had in the past is even when we're going through challenging times
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh there's always at the core it's not going to make or break us it's just something mm-hmm. we need to get through it's not like i ever think oh my god this is the end like mm-hmm. whereas in past relationships you know if you don't have that foundation or you know that can be scary So I feel like we have the foundation. So Mm. even when things come up and God, they come up, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, then it's okay. You know, what do we need to do here? And that was like, we had a conversation earlier where it was like, okay, we need to like communicate better here. This is how I'm feeling. How Mm -hmm. are you
1: feeling? You know,
2: it's not always that pretty. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very feisty and he's very stubborn. That's true. Yeah. I'm I'm an Aries. He's a Taurus.
0: Yeah.
3: So. Oh, not a Taurus. Oh, oh no.
2: Fast.
0: <laughs> they
3: work, sometimes they work fantastic together. And, and sometimes, sometimes they, they collide. They, they
0: <laughs> so um, when you do your workshops, what is the focus of the workshop? Do you Is it the love code or is it other things?
2: Um, the love code's kind of new, to be honest. Okay. So we've been talking with you now. I'm like sitting here taking notes like, hmm, you know, um, <laughs> like ahas about it. Uh well, they are really based around either connecting with your angels and guides, um, learning different healing modalities. Uh, we have our own, we channeled a whole system where um, there's different techniques and symbols that we both, when we were in meditation, um, were, were shown,
1: mm. and
2: so it's continued to evolve. And so, whether we do a two or three day workshop, that's more of a technique, or uh, we do also like sound and chanting, and um, we do the gong and singing bowls mm. and tuning forks and stuff like that. That might just be like a few hour workshop. So, mm-hmm. kind of just depends. Um,
0: so, tell me, like, for people who don't know as much about the healing modalities and that, can you talk a little bit about some of those just to give people a flavor for it?
3: Sure. like, um, everything, uh, came about in the beginning. It's called, it's called the star of light healing system. Okay. So everything comes off of that where like the love code comes off of that. Yeah. But she's
2: asking more of healing modalities in general.
3: Oh, just in general. Not. Oh, okay.
2: So so I'll, I'll
0: like, if someone hasn't gone to work with a healer before, Right. What, what would that, like, I mean, I know about Reiki, and I think we've talked about that enough on the show. But what is, what's something that you guys do that people would under would know if they wanted to sign up for a workshop, what would that be like? Or if they wanted to sign up for healing, what would that be
3: like? Well, let's, let's say, like, signing up for healing. So, okay. you know, when Tina and I do it together, again, it's like we, we you know, channel that masculine and feminine energies. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when someone comes in, we ask them right away, what would you like to work on?
2: And we're also tuning into, to see what we're picking up on in their energy field, being good of an empathic ourselves.
3: Yeah. So then, you know, we'll ask them what they want to work on. Then we try to get deep into that scar or that, you know, wound whatever
1: or whatever that wound is
3: right in there. And we'll work on that on the table. Like, well, you know, they'll lay down on the table. Uh, we bring in the angels and the masters and and the, and the star beings mm-hmm. and then, uh, you know, we'll go to those places of healing that are dimensional healing.
2: And we never know what we're going to do. Like we have backgrounds in other healing modalities. However, that's just kind of like, you know, the tools, the spiritual tools that are, you know, there in the moment, it's catered to the person. So every Mm -hmm. session could look different
0: Mm
2: -hmm. um, depending on in the moment. Like sometimes I don't know what he's doing. He doesn't know what I'm doing, but there's like this dance where Mm -hmm. Like throw ourselves wide open to whatever that person was that whatever's in their highest truth. Like right. the, the the client.
3: So whether uh, laying down, they'll be like hand healing. Uh we might have them actually say like a um might have them say something. Say yeah. something, you know, like you were saying before, like the I am. It could mm-hmm. be something that. And then like, you know, trying to get rid of this scar. And it's not really getting rid of it, it's trying to bring it to the surface. hmm And because the client has to realize that to get rid of something, you have to feel it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And if you're not going to feel it, you're not going to get rid of it.
2: You're going to keep, you're gonna keep suppressing keep, you'll it. You'll keep it in there. You're going to keep block- blocking it, you know? And sometimes people don't want to feel so, like we've been talking about. They you know, want to we're distract.
3: all working together in that moment to get it to the surface and to release it up into, you know, as we would call it up into the angels or up into the universe. You know?
0: Okay. So if they, have to bring it to the surface will they then forever forward remember it Because, uh. like thinking of like a suppressed memory for example mm. if um if someone like was abused as a child and they have that suppressed and so it's not anything in their conscious memory but somehow you know you can tell that that's affecting them like it's surfacing okay. in some sort of a physical symptom that eventually they need to go to a healer and they they go through the work is it now a memory that they will always have that they can't uh, they can't forget again
2: they they don't necessarily need to relive anything okay in order to heal okay um, if they're not aware of something and that's the beauty too when you work with the angelic realm when you mm-hmm. call them energy of the divine and you hold it in that high space mm-hmm. and so in integrity with creating that sacred space mm. and trusting in, you know, whatever that person's ready for. Um, then they're being held in this, this beautiful healing space that whether they're aware of something that's coming up or if they're not being shown what it is, it's exactly what it's meant to be. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as then, if they didn't know of, of a memory, and then it coming through, then they might need more work or counseling around it. Mm-hmm. I don't know necessarily if that's the kind of work that we do. Mm-hmm. Or, um, not that we don't, can't do it, but like uh, that we have done. It's more of what it comes down to is the person's lack of self-worth or a low self-esteem or holding some kind of unforgiveness or resentment. Um, it's, it's always something that we've kind of put upon ourselves. Mm-hmm that we're deeming unforgivable or, you know what I mean? Or some kind of shame. And so by bringing in the light to, to hold the space for, you know, for love and for self-forgiveness.
0: So tell me an example of how, like when you're working with somebody, you help them change their story.
2: Okay. I'm trying to think of the first person that pops in.
0: Um, Because I think this is cool stuff for people to hear. That's why I'm asking. I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I'm like.
2: No, 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 no. Because there's someone popping up. And this kind of shows, too, of honoring a process. And and, um, we had someone come to us and she was having a lot of marital issues and self-worth issues. And, you know, I mean, I'm intuitive. I'm I'm clairvoyant and and clairsentient, which just means that I see and I feel a lot, um, as is Billy. And we both tuned in right away it wasn't um, a marriage that was supporting her in any way but it's not my job or his yeah, it's and it's not ethical to like put that in the room in the sense this mm-hmm. is it's honoring the person's path and choice and experience but as a result there was so many blocks she had a tremendous amount of anxiety Um, she couldn't fly and travel and there, it was causing all of this physical trauma. Mm. And so as we started to really work with her and get her to breathe, and this was not only were we doing healing around her, but we were asking her questions and having her have a role, you know, within Mm -hmm. the healing. And, um, this was someone who would come back. Like, I think she came back like at a period of a few months. And from even the first session, though, she was able to not have the anxiety from some of what we did. And she was able to get on a plane, which was huge. Because not we gave her tools to also wasn't just like, all right, there's the healing Bye, you know, (laughs) we gave her, you know, just mantras and and just, you know, focus and stuff like that. But then throughout the course of the healing, and then her coming back, You know, the interesting thing is that now she is separated from this particular person, but it's not like it happened overnight. It's not anything that we ever said because we were just holding the space, but it came for her to have that choice. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, And not only that, just to see her physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, even look different from, um, carrying a lot of weight, but then her, her whole skin tone just being more of like gray and like she was hiding from the world. Mm-hmm. So now it's not even a matter of just losing weight because many times it's energetic what we're carrying. It's not necessarily our eating habits, you know, but just, there's a sparkle to bring it back to that now in her eye again and an enthusiasm Absolutely. about her life. Yeah. She had to go through, you know, some of the pain cause that, part of the healing process too but she was willing and she stuck with it and so in a period of a few months to just see such a difference is is remarkable
3: yeah and the, you know to add on to that you know tina said choice
2: yeah
1: so we
3: finally got her to realize that she has a, a choice,
1: choice.
3: Mm-hmm. and she, you know, we didn't tell her to do anything we just we wanted her to see who she was
0: so that's how you helped her change see her story different
3: we, we tell that she, that the, she could
0: have a, she had a choice.
3: Because deep down, she knows mm-hmm. that it probably wasn't good in her heart, but we don't want to accept that. Right. You know? And then it changes to that choice, and then she has a choice, and it's up to her. And that's how the moving forward works yeah. instead of being stuck. Because you know, most people, they'll just stay in a stayed. situation because even though it's detrimental to them. It's familiar. It's, it's familiar. So familiar is safe. Right. And- wow.
0: So I think it's so cool that the two of you do this work together.
3: I think what- it's really cool too. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean, I like that would be so fun to do that kind of work with your partner and and create change and and bring light in the world, you know? Um, do you find that your when you go to workshops and that everybody's just like, whoa, this is so awesome. With the, with the two of you together
3: it does actually happen it does yeah.
2: happen where you know people will say oh my god you guys compliment each other so well and it's just the perfect balance because a lot of times he's the funny one and i'm like, <laughs> like or no or vice versa or <laughs> he's like getting really serious about something and it's then true. i'll you know it's because um, we just know each other so well mm-hmm. so you are into
3: it you know it's not a comedy routine but it's so true we want, so true. Too, we want you want to make people laugh i mean you know look life is, life is tough
2: and serious and when it <laughs> comes to these
3: workshops or these healing modalities that we have you're there for a reason you're there to awaken you know and and life is rough so mm-hmm. i we always she makes a joke on me i'll make a joke on her and she said it well like i'll start getting really serious go it's just like billy why are you so serious <laughs> Well, you
2: know? to so much of just my personal journey, and this is just fairly recent, even in just the last like several years, is I just try to laugh at myself, mm-hmm. not in, you know, like putting myself down in like, wow, like there's that behavior that you're doing. Like really? are you really gonna you know so and just kind of a way to kind of forgive myself for being human because I know we're all spiritual beings, but we are here having a human experience. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. So um, I think that's so much of the work that we do, too, is just because we channel these angels, star beings, and these these light, beautiful beings, that doesn't mean we're meant to be one of them. Mm-hmm. We're in a human body, which means, yes, at times we're angry and unforgiving and resentful mm-hmm. and be okay with that before, you know, in order to heal and then, you know, move to the other side of it. But like Billy said before, we, we do need to feel some of these you know raw emotions in order to heal you know it's we don't just spiritually bypass it and just say oh you know I'm mm-hmm. I'm beautiful I'm I'm in a state of grace I'm at peace and then someone cuts us off on the highway or the freeway and then we right. go right. you know? right. so it's it's, it's right. back into that honor thing honoring honoring where
0: we're at oh I mean like we're where I sometimes I think I have compassion for everybody except for a b and c like that yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on that. I promise. Um, yeah. <laughs> I know it's and actually it's really it's especially embarrassing when your kids call you out on it. They're like, "Yeah, you're so nice to everybody." You believe, but what about this person? I'm like,
3: "Oh yeah, <laughs> darn
0: it, they saw that." That's saw the that.
3: people who have a special place in our heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always
0: people always put it back to me that like, remember, Jane, they're mirroring, they're mirroring you. So there's something I need to work on myself, which is 100% true. 100%. Yeah. yeah. So how do you guys um uh, like refill your bucket? Because I know healing work can be really, you know, a lot of emotional drain sometimes or energetic drain. How do you refill your bucket?
2: Well, um, for me, it's nature is a big component, Mm -hmm. Um, just somehow, whether it's if I take a walk or if I just, you know, get out to feel the sun or be in the grass or the, you know, just some kind of, you know, outdoors nature type setting really, really helps me. Uh, But, you know, making sure I'm taking care of me so I have time to rest and to Mm -hmm. decompress uh, whether it's a salt bath or, you know, a full day of just whatever my soul needs, it might be reading, it might be a nap, uh, it might be writing, but making sure sh- or receiving healing, you know,
3: mm-hmm. yeah.
2: but uh, making sure that I'm filling up so that I'm not coming from a place of
3: being depleted. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, a lot of that is for me also, like, uh, I like to go to the ocean. I like to look, you know, yes, hear, the, hear the sound of the, 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 waves. Uh, I like to put my feet in the sand. Uh, that really works well for me. I, okay. And I'll, I'll even go in the back. You know, we live in a condo, but we have some grass. I like to put my feet on the grass. <laughs>
0: you you know? I know. Isn't that the best feeling? Like yeah, that should just, be just every day. That should be normal. But it, I, I actually have to remind myself to go get in the grass.
3: Like nature in general for me is a gift. And yes. I think as 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 we get older, we forget what actually is a gift. You know, to walk mm-hmm. outside and to actually feel the rain hit your body, or or the sun shine on your face, or like I said, walk on the grass. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what en- get. That's what energizes me. Mm-hmm. That's that's how I reboot. And I think we forget all that kind of stuff. You know, that's yeah. such a
0: great reminder because that's really true. I mean, every minute that we spend in nature fills us up more than probably anything can because that's where we're supposed to be. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: Tina loves the birds too. Like mm-hmm. she's just
2: these birds outside and we're not technically supposed to feed them in this condo community
3: <laughs>
2: i just don't know if i agree with that and so i do i you know i put a little bird seed out there and they just come and, and just hearing them in the morning mm-hmm. you know there was a time in my life i was really depressed and there was this bird that was outside the window and it gave me reason every day like hearing the bird it was like it was so beautiful, so now when I hear the birds, it's symbolic to me of, of life and a new moment, a new beginning, a new day. Mm-hmm.
0: I um, totally get that. I'm the same way about the sounds of the birds. In fact, I realized I hadn't seen a cardinal for quite a long time, which was unusual around here. And yesterday when I was out getting my bike ready to go, I heard one singing in the tree and I'm like, yes, there it is. <laughs> 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 That's
3: right. Yeah.
0: So, it oh, put
3: on your face right that's what i'm trying to say like it, it does put, it, does. Like it, it, it lifts you up so
0: um so hey i was wondering if you could tell people where they can find you like where your workshops are where your website is and how they can get a hold of you and uh, do you do your healing distant as well or is it all in person in
2: fact most of it is yeah. distant okay um we do a lot of in-person stuff but um yeah it seems like a lot of it is is distant a lot days. of it is
3: distant yeah
2: nice
0: we, that, we, then we, everyone in the world can get a, get in touch with you so that's awesome yes.
2: we have a new site that should be launched soon and it's um tina and so okay that's simple uh and then in the interim if it's not up but uh it would be tinamarie444.com okay
0: and then where do you do your workshops
2: well, right now we're in New York. So uh, there's some locations all here on Long Island and um, one in Manhattan. And um, then we have some places in California mm-hmm. that workshops. Um, last year we were in Tokyo, Japan teaching. Uh, we've taught in Mexico, um, Canada. Yeah. But um, right now it's mostly New York and L.A., it's so I can get back to the West coast.
0: <laughs> I hear that. I hear that.
2: And, you know, hear it uh, in our home base and, and it's growing. And so we're yeah. always asking if people want to bring us, you know, we can
3: share what we teach and, you know, and our workshops and modalities like to, to break it down simply as possible. It's, it's just to awaken yourself and yeah. to, to mm-hmm. realize that you can love, you can love yourself.
1: Mm.
3: It, that's what the, our workshops are all about. And that's where, you know, when we teach together that's what's that's what's that's what we're showing people
2: yeah that that everybody is here for a reason and a purpose you're not here by mistake and you incarnated just as we did at this time for a real purpose Mm -hmm. so if you've lost sight of what that purpose is you know our intention is to help awaken that so that you can feel like you're on your path and start moving forward in that direction
3: you know, and you know, we, you know, we always tell people like we're teachers. Yes, but every everyone is a teacher.
2: But mm-hmm.
3: we have to realize to awaken that spark, as we talked about before, is we're all teachers of love. We've just forgotten.
2: Oh, yeah,
0: it's so true. Yeah. Well, was- I tell you, I'm so glad that you guys found each other because it's such a a beautiful love story, and B that you're doing this work to help so many people. And if it, I, like, it's so great that you stopped and listened and made choices to get there together. Thank you.
3: Yeah. Thank you.
0: Well, I hope one of these days I'll be out in New York and be able to be at one of your workshops or see if I can get you here to Madison. That would be yes. awesome.
3: That sounds great. <laughs> thank you well,
0: thank you so <laughs> much for hanging out with me and um, probably doing a little bit of healing, even unintentionally. And probably, yes. yeah, yes. a little. <laughs> psychological reviews, So I always feel like I benefit from these. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing your new website and checking it out.
2: Awesome, Jane. Thank you. Right. Thank, thank you. Th-
3: th- thank you.
0: Bye. 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 Ah, the sounds of true love. But I could listen to them all day because they're just such a cool couple. I mean, to have that like, Life took them down all these different roads and then they found their way to each other. That's always good to hear because if you aren't where you want to be and you know that you're still going down that road, hmm, that Tina or Billy might be out ahead for you. So keep that in mind. And I was curious, like, do you guys, have you had that, you know, the star crossed soulmate kind of love in your life? I'd love to hear more stories like that. I'm just curious, totally curious how that happens. So shoot me an email at jaynacglisteningparticles.com or go talk with me on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. And I'll reply on that. Meanwhile, I think the, the lesson we learned here is kind of listen to that inner guide. And that's what I'm going to do. Hope you do too. Take care. So are you following your passion, inspiring people, and willing to share your story? Then find me because that's what I do. And remember, keep up with all the news by visiting glisteningparticles.com and signing up for the newsletter where you'll get the inside scoop on where I'll be wandering next, some guest updates, and the latest Random Acquaintance story. For up-to-the-moment shenanigans, follow the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you see me post from down the road at your local diner, be sure to drop everything and come say hi, because I love to meet the listeners. Until next time, keep shining.
1: i mm-hmm.